Good morning, everybody, and welcome. We are continuing in Chapter 2 of the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch, Section 7. And we're discussing here, when you wake up in the morning, the different reasons for washing our hands and the different customs associated with it. And we share the three reasons why we would wash our hands in the morning. The Rashba shares we wash our hands like a Koyin who comes every morning to serve in the Beis Amigdash needs to rinse his hands from the kiyar, his hands and feet from the kiyar. The rush says we wash our hands because by night they touch inappropriate places in our body and they're unclean. And the Zayar says we wash our hands because by night a spirit of impurity comes on us, a ruach ra, and we want to get rid of it. So number seven now says in addition to cleaning our hands, we need to clean our whole body. And if there is something inside of our body, excrement or fluid that we need to release, we cannot, we should not daven until we do that. Let's see that inside. Number seven. It is written, Baruchinav, Yes Hashem, Hashem Bless Hashem, O my soul, and let all of my innermost being bless His holy name. In other words, my innermost being, my, even my inside needs to bless Hashem. And since a person must bless Hashem, with all of his inner organs, it is forbidden to recite any blessing until he has cleansed his inner organs of excrement and urine. In the morning, when one arises, so before we bless Hashem, we need to release any excrement or urine from within us. In the morning, when one arises, one usually must attend to his needs or at least to urinate. Therefore, he should not recite the blessing of Al-Natilas Yudayim at the time that he washes his hands until after he has cleansed himself. We wash our hands by our bed so that we shouldn't carry the spirit of impurity Daladamas or six feet. But we can't make a bracha right then. We can't make a bracha because Here, number seven. We can't make a bracha right then because our insides are full of items that we need to release. And therefore, you should wash your hands. Good morning. Good morning. You, sh- you should wash your hands. So we're learning here that when, when you wake up, you wash your hands by your bed. But you can't say a blessing to Hashem if there's items within you that need to go out, like going to the bathroom. And therefore, we wash our hands by the bed, and then continues now, after relieving yourself, you should wash your hands a second time, and then recite the blessing of Al-Natilas Yudayim, the blessing of Asher Yatzar, the blessings of Bir HaSatayra, over study the Torah, and the blessings of Alekai Nishama. The technical order of the blessings here is a little bit different than our custom. But in summary, you, we, bl- wash our, we wash our hands <coughs> next to our bed right away to get rid of the spirit of impurity, but we don't make a blessing at that time because we haven't yet gone to the bathroom. Any questions? Good morning, Misa. Good to see you. Tim. Good morning. Make sense? Good Absolutely. morning. Yes. Okay. Number eight. Here, we're going to learn a lot of unique cases, and as we discussed, there's three reasons for making a, the blessing, or washing our hands, and, and the need to make a blessing of al Yadayim. 
And now we're going to learn unique scenarios where not all of the not all of the reasons apply, and therefore we won't make the blessing of Alam Tilas Yodayim. Let's see this inside. If one awakened and washed his hands while it was still night, as the halacha dictates, and then remained awake until daybreak, okay? So it's 2 a.m., and Micha woke up, and he washed his hands, and now he's going to remain awake until the morning learning. So let's review the reasons. If the reason is that you want to wake up and serve, and right away, Wash your hands like a Kohen. If you wake up at 2 a.m., have you fulfilled that reason of washing your hands like a Kohen? Yeah, you've woke up and you've washed your hands. You've done your due diligence. If the reason is because you would touch inappropriate places during your sleep, are you going to touch... Are you going to go... You're not going back to sleep. So washing your hands at 2 a.m. again did the trick. However, the spirit of impurity doesn't leave you until the morning. And therefore, you should wash a second time, but not according to all opinions. Another unique scenario where not everybody will say. Or, if after you awoke and washed your hands, you went back to sleep. This is a question many people asked last week. You woke up at 2 to go to the restroom, and now you go back to sleep. He returned to sleep a second time while it was still night. So now, if you're a Kohen, you only need to wash your hands once in the morning. If you went back to sleep, you don't need to wash your hands. However, if you went back to sleep, you probably touched inappropriate places. So again, we don't have the support of all the opinions here. Likewise, if you went to sleep during the day. If you went to sleep during the day, are we concerned about Washing your hands in the morning as a Kohen? No. But if you go to sleep during the day, the spirit of impurity still comes on you. If you sleep, according to some opinions, for at least um, 60 breaths. 60 breaths in the halakhic perspective for this conversation is approximately a half hour. So if you sleep, so now we know a cat nap is under a half hour. A half hour is a, is a sleep for the conversation of the spirit of impurity actually coming on you. <laughs> Likewise, this is another fascinating scenario. If you remained awake the entire night and you didn't sleep at all, so you don't need to be worried about touching anything inappropriate. However, the spirit of impurity came on you. In all of these cases, not there is a question whether you must wash your hands or not. Therefore, you should wash your hands in the usual manner, three times each in an alternating fashion. But you should not recite a blessing upon washing because not everybody agrees. And we know the rule of thumb by blessings is if you're in doubt, you don't make the blessing. Okay, so some unique scenarios where we're still going to wash our hands but not make a blessing because it wasn't a typical story. Any questions? It's clear. Clear? Dr. Malav, any questions? Um, yeah. The, the spirit of impurity... Does that refer to dreams? So, the spirit of impurity is a spirit that comes when there's an empty vacuum within you. It's not talking about, we're talking about a spirit of impurity. When you go to sleep, part of your soul goes back to Hashem and is re-energized. Now that part of your soul that left let, leaves a vacuum of empty space where impurity can, can come. And that impurity leaves 
your body except your fingernail, your fingers in the morning. So we need to completely remove it by washing our hands in the morning. Three times on each hand consecutively. It's interesting because this is Kabbalah. The reasoning is Kabbalistic, but this is Halakha. So we're not talking about a Kabbalah class here. This is the Kitzur Shulchan Aruch. Yeah. Now we're going to discuss many times where you just need to wash your hands in the morning. Sorry, I take it back, not in the morning. Many things we do that we need to wash our hands. But what's interesting about this washing of the hands is it does not need to be the three times on each hand. Many of them could just be putting water on your hands. Even from not a human... Um, Correct. Correct. Just putting water. Let's see them. Performing any of the following activities requires one who engages in them to wash his hands with water. Okay, one we learned if you arise from bed. Second of all is if you leave a bathroom or a bathhouse. And again, it doesn't say if you go to the bathroom. It says if you leave a bathroom. Which means that even if you just walk into a bathroom and you didn't go, you still should wash your hands. If you cut your nails. If you cut your hair. Taking off your shoes. Taking off your shoes means that you took it off with your hands. You didn't kick it off with your feet. If one engaged in relations. If you touched a, if you touched a louse. Or if you are removing lice from a garment, even if you did not touch the lice. In all of these cases, again, you should be washing your hands. If you scratch your head, scratching your head means that you're kind of removing something. So they're like rubbing your head, and then they're scratching, where you're kind of getting to your skull, and you're like scratching. In that case, you should wash your hands. If you touch a place in your body that's usually covered, leaving a cemetery, or if you were attending a funeral where there's a dead body, or if you have given blood. In all of these scenarios, we should wash our hands. Three times? No. In most of these cases, you could just wash your hands from a faucet. However, leaving a cemetery or a funeral is one that we specifically uh, wash our hands three times each, each way. Um, Yes. Uh, yes. Uh, I had heard from uh, Rabbi Kaplan um, that that the the case of bathrooms is not the same quite anymore um, because the uh, because the waste is no longer kept sort of in the bathroom um, and the case of the hair is not the same anymore because we wash our hair regularly. Is that your understanding as well? So let's go through them a little more in depth for a moment. Yes. Um, so it starts with getting up in our beds. Now we've discussed. Leaving a bathroom. So there is, there is a lot of conversation about this, okay. about leaving a bathroom. Um, and I'll give you a little bit of the back and forth. However, I will say at the end, generally the custom is to just wash your hands. Um, but, but, the, but there is a serious discussion about it. Um, and this is based off of a halach in Shulchanar that says, if the bathroom, the seat has, when you, go, when you go and the waste comes out, so it used to be there was just a hole. 
But if it wasn't a hole, it was actually uh, a slanted hill that the waste would actually leave from where you are, even not so far. But that means you weren't sitting on top of it. So the Shulchan Aruch, and that says, in that, in that case says, it's not now called the normal bathroom. Again, even though the waste is still within, being that it's on a slant, it doesn't have the law of a bathroom. This is already in Talmudic times. So here people say it's the same scenario in our bathrooms. What's the problem? What's faulty about this? Still, it's right underneath it initially. Oh, what's faulty, number one, is it's still there temporarily until you flush. Yeah. Um, I'm, again, this, we're just going to have a conversation because there's a lot of back and forth, but the back and forth is fascinating. Baruch, we're talking about today's bathrooms and whether they're considered a, a bathroom that has carries impurity. And we've established that one source of law for us to review is the halacha which says that if the bathroom, instead of receiving the items in a direct hole, had a slant that removed it away from you, it wasn't called a halachic bathroom. But like Tim just said, in our scenario, it's not constantly flushing, it, it remains there temporarily. That's one thought. Um, however, even if you say that it's there temporarily, temporarily is not always. And temporarily also is a scenario where it wouldn't be a problem. Let me give you another halachic authority we have talking about trains. The Ois Chaim and Sholem, he talks about bathrooms on a train. And it looks like, if I understand correctly, they had two methods. Different trains. Some trains, it looks like it would just go straight to the bottom. Like literally, it would just go on the tracks. Um, that wouldn't be a problem. It was, you, you just kept going. The other method was, like today's planes, or probably like today's trains, where after they get to the next stop, they take it out. And that's called, and he, the Ois, in the Sefer, Ois Chaim and Shalom, he says, being that it's not stuck there, it's only temporary, it also is not considered a, a real bathhouse, a real bathroom. Oh. So even though it's temporarily there, being that it's going to be removed quite soon, it's not considered a real bathhouse. Um, a third point. A third point is that the bathhouses then were just used for the bathroom. Today our bathrooms are used for a multitude of items. We brush our teeth there. We have a mirror there and we, we prepare ourselves. And because it's used for a multitude of items, again, it wouldn't be considered the full bathroom. Um, anyways, but even here it says, ultimately, we should just be strict and wash our hands. Is washing the hands within the bathroom sufficient? Ah, so here is the one scenario where you could theoretically wash your hands from a bathroom. However, like I'll just tell you my personal custom that I learned from my teacher is every night before I go to sleep, I get bathroom from the sink, from the kitchen sink. So again, although there's reasons for leniencies, um, it's our custom to uh, not use them. I'm sorry. Uh, I, I, I guess I, I didn't get the answer maybe in the way that you um, were, were, trying, were, were giving it. Um, so imagine the situation um, where we're going to um, oh, brush our teeth, right? Yeah. We go into the bathroom, we brush our teeth, um, we wash our hands in the bathroom, and yes. we leave. Yes. Is that sufficient for having washed our hands, having gone into the Ideally, bathroom? we should wash our hands after we leave the bathroom. Oh, okay. Um, actually, that's why you'll see many people 
after they use the bathroom, they'll wash their hands. Negelwasser. They'll actually wash three times consecutively after the bathroom, even if they've washed inside. Um, so, does that answer it? Yes. Okay. Yes. Does any of these washings involve soap? It's a good question. The answer is halakhically no. There is no requirement to use soap. There's a requirement to be clean and guard our health. Um, but there's no specific requirement when you come out of the bathroom to use soap. Unless that's, that's what the doctors are saying. You know, so if that's what the doctors are saying needs to happen, then that's what should happen. I'll tell you something about soap, though. Ah, we'll leave it for another case. Not, not for right now. Um, going back to cutting your hair, though. Cutting your hair, to my, my understanding, we always wash our hands after. Similarly, cutting your nails. Um, uh, he, had, he had mentioned it, like on, on scratching yeah. your hair. Like it used to be that there, when you would scratch your hair, there was all kinds of oil and bugs and garbage in, the, in your hair. I'm not familiar so. with that. Oh. I'm not saying it's incorrect. I'm just not familiar. <laughs> um, and finally, again, if we uh, do give blood, it's a custom to wash your hands mm -hmm. following that. And with this, we conclude chapter two about washing our hands.